That's Kathy. That's Jen. And we are here to help you feel good and live better. We are your go-to girls for fitness education. So, still talking about eating these days, I feel like. Food's a big deal for people, Mm -hmm. especially moms, people with um, families, because their kids might not always like what they are eating. Yeah, I agree. And, And, you know, and I think... Actually, part of that is our faults as mom, at least for me. I can't speak for other moms. That's not fair. But I know for me, I have three kids, and yes, they're all fairly grown now. But I remember having my first child, and I used to make her completely different food than Mm -hmm. what my husband and I ate. Mm -hmm. I thought there was, like, kid food, and a lot of it was junk. Like, I would make her, you know chicken fingers and you know macaroni and cheese and things like that like the frozen chicken fingers out of those yeah yeah kind of I mean sometimes I would make them you know myself but I mean point is I wouldn't like if I was making like salmon for myself and you know brown rice or spinach I wouldn't necessarily give her that when Mm -hmm. she was younger I just thought oh she won't like that that's it's just something that she wouldn't eat so you know, she'll eat chicken fingers, so she, mm-hmm. she should get that. And I didn't really think a lot about the nutrition, the nutritional content or anything. And I, I don't know when it occurred to me. I think it was after I had my second kid, and I kind of looked at what other moms were doing, and I realized, huh, my kid's really picky now. Like, mm-hmm. she wouldn't eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, things like that. And it was my fault because I didn't eat, introduce them to her. So now mm-hmm. here she was, almost five, when I had the second kid, and I made sure with that second one, Right away, I was like, okay, what I make is what they're going to eat. I'm going to put it in front of them. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they ate it every time, mm-hmm. but they would at least try it. Mm-hmm. And I would always try to keep putting it in front of them. Same thing like with the baby food. Yes. You know, I did feed my kids jarred baby food. I, mm-hmm. I didn't make my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always give them a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. whether it was the peas, the green beans. And sometimes they didn't like it, mm-hmm. and I would just you know keep trying it. But I just know that I definitely made some mistakes with my first kid. And by the time I had the third one, I was completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, that third one definitely got what we ate. And if mm-hmm. she didn't eat it, she didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I feel like my job is to feed them, but I'm not going to be a short order, order cook. Oh, my gosh. I can't make five different no. meals. And no. it, it's challenging enough because I do have some special diets in my family, you know, some vegans. And I do tend to make a lot of food that is plant-based. And I have two non-vegans in my family, like meat eaters. So sometimes they don't want to eat that stuff. But if that's the meal that I've made mm-hmm. and I've spent time on it, like that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And my kids are a little older, so if they don't like that, they, they can fend for themselves and make something else. And I know that if obviously they were younger and they you know weren't able to cook or whatever, they would pretty much have to eat what I gave them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that would have to be that (laughs) we always had a one bite and then ooh, like -hmm. you had to take one bite of it and then you could say ooh. right you couldn't say ooh just by looking at it Mm -hmm. because you hadn't tasted it yet so it can look ugly Mm -hmm. or gross or ooey but you have to take one bite and then you can say ooh. but my first kid uh he didn't have any sugar i think until probably i had my second kid and he had i made all his baby food I, if, if we, if I made lentil soup was a favorite, if I mm-hmm. made lentil soup for my husband and I, I just put lentil soup in the blender mm-hmm. and then I would spoon it, you know, to him. Right. Or I would then put what was left over into the um, ice cube trays yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would freeze it. Um, and, and he, he liked it? He loved it. He loved lentil soup. That was one of his jams. 
Um, so you fed him what you guys were eating from a young age, I pretty did. much. I did. So he probably is not a picky eater. No. will eat anything. None of my kids are super picky, and I think that a lot of that is because they did have to eat what I made. So you've always done that? I've always done that, yeah. And I've always said, I'm not a short order cook. You're going to eat what's put in front of you or you'll go to bed hungry. And I will tell you this, they went to bed hungry. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And they they didn't just, and they didn't die. And I don't, I probably have scarred them in a lot of ways. (laughs) Maybe that's one of (laughs) them. Me too. But I think, you know, just like when babies are learning to sleep through the night, I'm a fan of letting them cry it out. As long as you know they're fed and their diapers are clean you know, no yeah. one died from crying. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're really hungry, you're going to eat what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And if you go to bed hungry one night, well, A, you're going to learn that mommy and daddy mean what they say. Mm-hmm. And B, maybe next time you'll take one bite. And if you say, ooh, okay, then we'll get something else. I'm not going to make like a whole other right. meal, but you know, I don't know, peanut butter and jelly or sure. something like that. Um, but yeah, no, all four of them now, none of them are super picky. And my philosophy too on that was as, as I was pregnant, I was eating cottage cheese and mm-hmm. salmon and tuna fish. So they were getting that as they were growing mm-hmm. in my belly. So I felt like if I was, you know, feeding, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so no, none of them are super picky, but you know, I know a lot of people wouldn't want their kid to go to bed without dinner. So some people might hear that and go, oh gosh, I would never do that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But then my question is, what would you do? What are you going to do? Because, you know, as a parent, I really, it is our job to stand our ground and make the rules. And I also think, you know, because food and nutrition is such an issue in our society, like that is part of our, of us being a parent, you know, obviously we want to set the rules, but we want to set them up so they make these good, healthy eating decisions now so that they'll make good decisions later on when they're teenagers and when they're adults. Because I do think a lot of the bad habits that we have now, including myself, stem from when I was younger. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I grew up in a household where we ate a lot of processed food. You know, we were not healthy. We ate vegetables out of a can. Everything got butter on it. There was bread at every meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we ate as a family and, you know, my mom cooked and we all helped and chipped chipped in but it was definitely not healthy food Mm -hmm. for sure um and I luckily was able to kind of change that as I've gotten older but I I do think that what we do as children you know how what we see our parents do that's probably what we're going to do as well that's been very eye-opening to me as an adult probably in the last decade going on vacation with my parents Mm -hmm. every summer Um, My parents get this house, I go with my family, my brother goes with his family, and we all spend a week together. It's lovely. I, my snacking time has always been in the evening, like 9, 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. And going on vacation with my parents, the 11 o'clock news signifies snack time. 11 p.m.? 11 p.m. Oh, see, I'm in bed Signifies snack time. Sorry, mom, because maybe my mom's listening, but that, you know, my dad pulls out his pistachios um, I don't even remember what my mom has. I don't think she really does that anymore. But that that is a habit that now in my 40s, I have to catch myself in the evening because mm-hmm. it, it is habitual. I see my parents do it. I see my brother do it mm-hmm. now. And I find myself doing it. Mm-hmm. So we do, as parents, we are setting the stage for their future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, if your kids are super picky... 
Well, I think that's also where we have to cook more with our kids. Like mm, there's, yeah. You know, a lot Get of them times involved. we, and, and we're all guilty of it. You know, our kids are doing so much. We're doing so much. No one's at home. Everyone's eating out. And again, like you said the other day on the other podcast, you know, our food is so available to us mm-hmm. now. No one wants to be hungry. No one has to be hungry. Mm-hmm. Like you can just stop on any corner and run in and get something quick to eat. And I think a lot of us are guilty of doing that. And, and I don't even necessarily want to say guilty, but we have to do it because, you know, you really might not have time to cook. Not everybody mm-hmm. does every single day and that's okay. But you still need to be able to find time, I think, to cook. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important for kids to get their hands dirty, to touch food. And I think the more they do that, they a, are proud of themselves that they made something and they probably are, um, you know, wanting to eat it then, you know, they're, it's more available to them, but it doesn't mean they're going to love it. But I think that they're proud of their work. They mm-hmm. participated, they created something mm-hmm. so they will taste it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they don't, then that's where we can say, all right, well, let's try something else. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think kids like that, or maybe even give them a cookbook and say, what would you like to cook? Yeah. And if they pick something that's not super healthy, maybe do some research on how you can make it healthier. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. And that helps everybody, yes. including the mom and the dad and the older siblings. Um, again, that kind of just reinforces everything that we're trying to, you know, push people for with the food is mm-hmm. being mindful and aware mm-hmm. and thinking about it instead mm-hmm. of just grabbing the first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we can even take kids into the grocery store with you. Like mm-hmm. I did say the other night, the other day I took my daughter with me to the store and I have to be honest, I never take my kids grocery shopping with me because all they want to do is throw snacks in like really yucky food. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm always, I'm very regimented in the sh- grocery store. I have a route. I know exactly what I'm going to get. I want to mm-hmm. be in and out and they do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Every time I, I'm like, you're doing it wrong. And I'm, on a mission but anyway she was with me and she um loves like you know chicken like fajitas and quesadillas or whatever and um like we marinate the chicken and there's an like a healthy marinade we use but she's like I kind of want she wanted some fajitas or something different and she's like I'll go get the mix like the stuff in the packet Mm -hmm. and I said oh I don't think we want to use that and she's like why it's just mixed I said well why don't you look at the back of it and she's 16 years old she can read and she even of all people was like huh She's like, I don't even know what half that stuff is. It's just a packet of stuff, I thought. And I'm like, we can make that. Like, we can just throw together a mm-hmm. couple of spices. Why buy this? Plus, there's so much salt. And so she recognized that. Yeah. So even though she's 16 and she can read and she can understand it, I still think we can take our four and five-year-olds yes. and kind of point out some things as mm-hmm. well. Again, not everything has to always be a lesson, but it can start there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe once a week or once every other week. You do take your kid with you. Maybe mm-hmm. they do pick out one meal for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe when we are at the, the Wawa or something, mm-hmm. maybe they'll pick the grapes and the crackers yeah. instead of the eclair. Or something I remember doing when my youngest was probably four or five, when you said that, it made me think about the goldfish. Mm-hmm. And showing him, looking at the label with him, what is a serving size of goldfish? Mm-hmm. I think it was 32. And we would get a bowl. And he would put 32 goldfish in that bowl, and that was what he got. And that's important with snacks, because I know if I eat, like, my downfall is potato chips. Like, if mm-hmm. I buy them, I'll eat them. Yeah. And I never put them into a serving size, and that is really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, hey, you're teaching your kid to count. That's what I thought, too, <laughs> right? That's, now he's yeah. 10, and he eats out of the box until I catch him and say, go count right. them out. But my point is... You know, even at four or five, mm-hmm. like you said, they're able to look at a label mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. At four or five, they're learning their numbers. They're mm-hmm. learning how to count. So, And at that age, they really want to be involved. And I think we're also teaching for that. It's a snack. 
Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be a meal. And right. that's what I say to my kids when they come home after school or even like they'll have had something after school and before they go to practice, like, I'm hungry again. And I know they're all growing. I get all that. But like you only need a snack. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't need to eat this full meal or three different things. Just mm-hmm. grab something, maybe something healthy like an apple or peanut butter and banana or, or whatever, cheese stick, and you would be surprised. You know, you just ate an hour ago. Like, yeah. again, the same stuff we tell our adults. Are you really hungry? Mm-hmm. You know, stop and pause. Drink some water. Think about your choice. What are you going to be going to do? You know, what are you doing after you eat that? Are you going to practice? Are you going to bed? Like, how will that affect your system? Mm-hmm. And they might not get it at first, but I think the more we bring it to their attention, the earlier, then the more those good habits will hopefully stick I agree. with them. I agree, Jen. So you guys out there listening, how old are your kids? And, you know, do they eat what you eat? Are you struggling with this at your house? Email us and let us know. Feel good, live better podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast and make sure you check out our channel on YouTube. If you don't live local, you can still visit us for a retreat or special event. Check out our website, rootsupfitness.com.